I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So, Maury calls me last night, and... You immediately hit ignore, then he called back. <laughs> yeah, so Maury called. So yeah, so let, let me let me let me start let me start over if I could. Let me start over. Maury called me four times last night. Okay. <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, I just discovered that there's something that I've never done that I'd really love to do." And at first, I'm thinking like in life. Sure. And he goes, uh, "I go, well, what is it that you've never done that you're desperately wanting to do?" And he goes, "Tug of war." <laughs> what? Okay. So, Maury, explain. So, how have you, all those years that you went to camp, how did you never do tug of war? I, I, I just never participated. I wasn't strong enough. Oh. I just, I was too afraid to do it. But not even I've in, like, school and stuff? Never. Never. Like, at, in gym? Never. Like, when I, elementary school, like, high school, no, everything. Nothing. We I, used no. to always. I yeah. skipped gym. I oh. skipped gym. I didn't so, want to go to gym. So Maury says, hey, if I go and buy all the stuff, do you think that Mocha will um, go at me with tug of war tomorrow? And I immediately say, for sure he will. <laughs> so Maury says, okay, what do I need? And I go, I need some duct tape so I can put some lines on the floor. Yeah. I need rope uh-huh. and I need a little piece of ribbon for the middle of the rope so I can tell as the referee when it crosses a line. Sure. And so Maury goes, okay, check. I'll go get all the stuff and I'll bring it in tomorrow. So, so Maury got all the stuff and he brought it in today. Uh-huh. So first things first. Tape. Okay. Okay. Black tape. Got the, got black tape for the floor. Okay. And then I was like, okay, Maury, where's the rope? And he hands me the rope. And this is what Maury hands me. Uh, pink twine? Yeah, it's twine. <laughs> That's from the dollar store. Yeah. Twine, yeah, not rope, twine. What's the difference between twine and rope? Uh, There's a huge a, difference between... One is twine, <laughs> the other one is actual rope. Yeah, diameter, <laughs> I would say, is the difference between uh, twine and rope. Like, so, you can't do anything... So that? if you wrap this around your hand, Maury, and you understand that if Mocha starts tugging on it, it will cut your your hand, right? So don't wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is all we have. We have pink twine that Maury brought okay. in, not rope, but pink twine. Like this is the kind of stuff you tie up old newspapers with. Like you have to understand. Like, with all due respect, and in theory, same thing. Okay, so I have the pieces here. So I have the piece okay. here. Okay. So, and some people, Maury. So we're going to tug of twine. You're going to tug of twine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to we're gonna tug of twine <laughs> right now. And uh, do you, what's your technique going to be for this, Maury? Pull. Okay. But, but some people, the guy on the end, the anchor, oftentimes they wrap it around their waist. Did oh, you know? Did yeah, you know but about if you this? said it's going to slice my wrist, is it going to slice well, my waist? No, it might cut you in half. You might get halved today if you did that. <laughs> but so, or I don't sometimes know. they like wrap the rope 
like around their forearm around their and forearm. then their hand. I've never seen as men hold it like, yes. you know, like okay. straight out. Okay, so. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay, so um, I will, uh, give me one second. Let me get over here. Okay, so if you come over here, Mocha, to this microphone. Can you tell me, like, by the way, how do you know when you've won? Okay, so you see that there's lines on the floor. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there's lines on the floor. There's You each have two lines in front. More, how did you get this in a knot already? <laughs> <laughs> just stop, Maury. Just take your end and just... just. I have an end. Okay, okay. Pull okay. that towards you. Yes. Pull it Pull it tight. Okay. Okay, so... Mocha, this is this is all your rope. Now, okay, gentlemen, so you'll see that there's you each have two lines in front of you. Yeah. The line closest to you is a line that you have to stand behind. Wait, okay. hang on. Are you wrapping the, the, the rope around your waist then? Yeah, I thought okay. that's what you're supposed to do. Or you're gonna have to make it tighter, bro. Like there's there, I need I need tension. Okay. So um, I guess I have to wrap it around my no, waist. No, you don't have to. You can do anything. You can just hang on to it if you want to. There's there's no rules that you need to follow. Oh, okay. And I would not follow Maury's lead on this. Because he does look like he's about to get halved. Okay, Can so you stop if I'm slicing. So Mocha's wrapping it around his arm. He's got his hoodie pulled all the way down. The sleeve of his hoodie pulled all the way down. It's tighter, eh? Okay. Now here's the thing, Maury. Your foot cannot go over that that line right there. So behind that line, get behind that line. Your foot is on. No, behind the line. Which <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. line? <laughs> no wonder your dad never played with you. Oh, 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 what did I say? Mean stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. I almost had to call 911 there. <laughs> okay, so gentlemen, so you know the rule here. Maury, Hold on, can see you this, just explain see this blue again? Ribbon. Yeah. See this blue ribbon. You have to try and get this blue ribbon past this first line. Okay. Mocha, you have to try and get this blue ribbon past this line. You have to get okay. it into your end zone, basically. Can I just point out? Yeah. I, this isn't going to work. Okay. It's not going to work. And I know okay. why, Okay. but I, I won't say it okay. until it happens. Okay. So, gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In three, two, one. Tug of twine. Oh! Oh, God damn it. That hurt. Okay. So, so that's exactly what I knew was going to happen, yeah. but I didn't want to say. Okay. So, because, again, we're using twine okay, so, and not actual rope. Oh. So it just it broke in half. And it snapped on my hand. And snapped Maury in the hand. Okay. Maybe tomorrow, guys? Okay. Take two tomorrow. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so it was tug of twine yesterday, did not work out. What do you have today? I stopped by my gym yesterday to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a member. Haven't okay. gone in a while. Yeah, I okay. owe them money. How much do you owe them? $400. There you go. Okay. Oh my God. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. What up, Greco? Okay. So, um, so I brought get... in their battle ropes. Yes. Um, because I figured this thing would be the accurate tug right. of war and thing. And this is one of those big giant ropes that you see like the rock and stuff like doing the, the waves with, sure. right? Okay. So, uh, so we know how this works. Uh, you got to stand behind your lines. There's uh, other lines in there. It's kind of like your your end zone. All you have to do is get the ribbon, which is tied into the middle of the rope, uh, over into your end zone. Mocha will be also trying to do first, the same thing. Also, first, I found the middle of a rope. Okay, that's right. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to come over onto your side now. What will be... Uh, so, Maury, your technique is what now? You're going to wrap this around your waist? Yeah, I've wrapped it around my waist and tied it in a and knot. And tied it in a knot? Well, I, oh, come on. I don't know if that's allowed. What, I don't not? know... That's not fair. Well, yeah, I can do anything. You can't any tie it. You can't tie it. Okay, you can't tie it. You even can around your it. weight. No, I yeah, think. Yeah, you can. Guys, the, the guy on the end, the anchor often wraps it around his around his waist. 
I, it has no. I think both people they have to do the exact same Dude, thing. Dude, I googled shirtless men tug of war, and the guy had it wrapped around his waist. So I have to wrap it around my, ra- no, my no, waist. No, then? you don't have to. No, That's I think it should thing. be it's, fair. No, but this is fair. It's whatever the advantage you think is. I think personally, for me, I think it gives Maury a disadvantage to wrap it around his waist because Maury has no idea what he's doing, and he's going to lose his balance in two seconds. All right. So you can do whatever you want to do. By the way, so, thanks for the tip, Ross. No problem. So, uh, so grab your ropes, gentlemen. Keep them nice and tight. Okay. So here, you gotta you gotta grab somewhere closer to here. Like you gotta grab like here. Yeah. Hold on now. Wait, 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 Mocha. And if okay. you cross the line before I say go, yep. we're gonna start over. Okay. Okay, so we're right in the middle here. Yeah. Maury, are you ready for your first round of tug of war ever? Mocha. Yeah. Are yes. you ready for your first round of tug of war ever? Yes. Okay, gentlemen. Yep. Three, two, one. Tug of war! Okay, Mocha won. <laughs> okay. Can we do it again? Just really okay. quick? Okay, what happened to you, Maury? I, I, well, keep, keep in mind, my first time, I didn't know how hard it was going to be. Okay, Mocha, Mocha, please, just one more time. One, one more time, please, just once more, okay? That was a disaster. Maury. Okay, now that I know how it's going to feel. Okay. That's what she said. Okay, stop. Okay. okay. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. In three, two, one, tug of war. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, not only did Mocha just win again. Oh! oh sorry. <laughs> but he just dragged Mori across the floor. Like he was tied to the back of a horse in the Old West. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mori, get over here, please. Are you okay? It's still wrapped around me. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Kiss 92.5, this is Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. It's me, Stefan. What's up, Stefan? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, Good, buddy. What's going on? What can we do for you? So, I just got married, right? Remember I called you guys about a couple weeks ago. I was getting married. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Wow, you sound real happy. That was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so two weeks in. How's marriage? So, what happened? So, before I met my wife, I used to hang out with a girl. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of like she gets jealous if I told her that we're talking. You know what I mean? Like, we're just talking. She, like, I'll call her, see how she's doing. But, like, if I tell her that, hey, I called her and I'm, like, seeing how she's doing, it's a problem. So, what, what was this other girl to you? Prior to you meeting your current wife, we we were just like um, like two good looking friends, and we'd go out to the club every weekend, <laughs> and party. Okay, did you guys ever hook up? No, really? never. No, Dude, we've if, if had you, like if you can't be honest with us, you're not going to be able to be honest with your wife. We've had like I've I've be I've been honest with her. Like I've told her we've made out like once, but like that was about it. Yeah, how was it when you did make out? Uh, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so at the time that you knew this girl that you're currently talking to, did you know your your wife? Was she your girlfriend at the time, your wife? No, I didn't know her at the time. Okay, so after you met your current wife when she was your girlfriend, did she know about this other girl? Yeah, I told her about her. Okay, so why do you need to keep that girl around in your life that you made out with and used to party with as two good-looking people going to the clubs? What, 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 what's the importance of that? Well, because my friend is saying, like, 
you've known me before your wife and we're just friends. What's the harm if we just talk? Yeah, but what do you talk about, though? We just talk about, like, what's going on in our life. Like, so, you, so, you're, so you're telling this girl, like, uh, like about your marriage and stuff? Like, about you and your wife? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. Don't, don't do that, dude. Oh, wait, here's a question. Don't do that. Was this girl at your wedding two weeks ago? No. Okay. Why was she not at your wedding if you guys are such good friends? Because my wife gets jealous. Yeah, but then see, here's the thing, man. If you if you if you're gonna make the case for this girl being just a, just a friend, then you should have made that case that you want your friends at your wedding. And if you and this girl are that close, then she should have been on the guest list, and you should be sort of like integrating her into your life as one of your friends who's going to be part of your life moving forward. But it's not. You just sort of like to keep this girl on the side, call her every now and then, and uh, tell her about your wife, which is not cool. Well, like, I don't really tell her, like... No, but you're sharing life. secrets with her, though. You're sharing secrets with another Here's woman. Here's a question. Does that girl, your friend, does that girl have a boyfriend? No. No. How do you think her boyfriend would feel knowing that she was talking to a married man when she was seeing a guy at the time she would also like not like hook up with other guys but she would get numbers from other guys at the at the club okay so this girl's terrible um and you're and and you're and you're being terrible too i don't want to single her out listen dude if you've got a brand new marriage you love your wife yeah of course do you love this other girl no. No. Okay. So this girl, I don't know. this I don't girl know. was really nothing to you other than somebody good looking that you used to go party with, right? So it's not even like it's some lifelong friend that uh, you're going to be heartbroken if you if she's no longer in your life, right? Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay. So why are you hanging on to her? Because you you think that maybe if something goes wrong with you and your wife, you guys keep this girl close just so you can smash that afterwards? No, no, not that's not the case. It's just uh, it's like you know when you have like a buddy and you joke around with the buddy and you like. You, you you crack jokes and you can get along with it's kind of like that it's nothing like yeah but you know, yeah but you, yeah, but you made but you made out though but that's like a while ago yeah but you still made out let me ask you a question your friend this girl the good looking girl you used to party with yeah she ever mess around with a married guy uh no i don't think so mm-hmm. well, i don't know anyway i think you know what the answer is you just need yeah. that validation right yeah. Yeah. Just, and I think you need to say it out loud. What's that? What's the answer? I should just drop her completely. Yeah. Clean, yeah. clean break, bro. Okay. Yeah. And that's it's, only gonna be, it's only going to be bad news, man, because, you know, like, put yourself in your wife's situation. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are two weeks into this marriage, man. Yeah. And you don't want your wife having that on her mind every single time she looks at you. Yeah. Or and, anytime oh, you're not oh. in the room, anytime you're not in the yeah. room, she's got to be wondering whether or not you're texting or talking to this other woman. And and Mocha brought up the best point is if this woman, uh, your friend, is such a good friend, she would have been at your wedding two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. But she wasn't. So she's she's like oh. she's your, your you know your your good time Charlie on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't do so that to your wife. Text don't. her one more time. Right after you get off the phone with us. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you exactly what the text, okay? okay. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just, okay, dude, get this girl out of your life. Okay, yeah, you got a wife. Terrible. Just terrible, get this girl man. out of your life. Just go live your married yeah. life. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm completely super happy, by the way. Okay. Never okay. been happy. Yeah, you sound it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stefan, thanks for the call, bro. No problem. Take care, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mocha, let's talk about Air Transat. Oh, love to. More than 60 destinations. How many, can you name 60 destinations? Like between down south of Europe, Canada, and the U.S.? Yeah. 
Down Wait, south, you- Europe, Canada, and U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing is, when you're working with Air Transat, you got to choose Option Plus. This is the set of privileges that gets you stuff like seat selection, priority check-in, dedicated counter, the best the best priority boarding and priority baggage handling. And if that's not enough, you get that extra piece of luggage in case you want to bring another bikini or two. What, what? Plus, they'll throw in some extras, make you feel like a big shot when you're on that plane. They'll hook you up with earbuds, a beverage, goodies to eat, and enhance your Air Transat flight with Options Plus. Remember that, Options Plus. You can learn more at airtransat.com. I will do that right now, but in the meantime, you guys want to play five and seven? Ah, dude, first one of 2018. I haven't done this in a while. This is five in seven. Oh, yes. Damn it, Warren, are you ready? Very easy game. Please explain, if anyone's listening for the very first time, how on the Raza Mocha Show do we play 5 and 7? Very simple. We will ask Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Maury. Yes. Name five English-speaking countries. Okay. Well, Canada, U.S., England, well, like all of them. <laughs> all of what? The world. All of the world. There's, there's like somebody in everywhere. No, English-speaking countries, like, where English like, is the predominant language, where English like is what the we're first. Speaking right now. Yes. Yeah. English. Uh huh. Okay. Like Canada, England, um, here. Like, what do you no, mean Canada, here? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is going? U- USA. Okay. Yeah. Ireland. Sure. Right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Also would have given you uh, New Zealand. Uh-huh. Would have given you but Australia. I don't know that, though. Oh, okay. Well, that's why we ask. <laughs> uh, Maury, mm-hmm. name five sounds animals make. Um. <laughs> Woof. Meow. <laughs> 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 what was that last one? It sounded like you went, um. Okay. You, you, okay. you could have said bark, meow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to Oink. do the actual noises. <laughs> Especially that last one where you went, oh. Yeah, that's very difficult. That was a horse one. <laughs> okay, it's very, very difficult to uh, to judge those. Okay, uh, Maury, yeah. name five things you can do with one foot. Uh, stand on it. Uh, kick a ball. <laughs> kick a ball. Um... Uh, knock sh- <laughs> Sorry, what? Knock what? I mean, like knock snow off it when you're getting into a car. <laughs> okay, yes. Would have got you would have given you a uh, balance on one foot. Uh you can kick a ball, you can kick a person, uh you can Mis- hop massage it. You can drive yeah. with one foot. Okay, so all things you can do with one foot. Uh Maury, mm-hmm. name five words that rhyme with shampoo. Uh shampoo. Um I, I, I got two Loser. Not sentences. Would have given you tattoo. Oh. Uh, would have given you cuckoo. Would cuckoo. have given you voodoo. You, I would have even given you Hebrew. Oh. Rhymes with shampoo. <laughs> just pick words that end in ooh. Yeah, kung fu, oh. fondue. I would have given you. Uh, okay, finally, Maury. Uh, name five other words for bum. Um, ass, tuchus, um. Are there five? <laughs> Cheeks. Uh, Loser. What was the last one? Cheeks. <laughs> yes. Uh, would have given you a uh, tushy. Tushy. Yeah. That's what Nana calls me. Also. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the Queen, Queen Elizabeth Mocha, has fired her royal bra fitter. What? <laughs> yes, there's a royal bra fitter. How do you get that so gig? It was, she's had it forever. So it was a company called uh, Rigby and Peller, and the woman was named June Kenton, and she's been fitting the Queen and Margaret with their bras forever. Yeah. And she goes in, and she is the royal bra fitter. And she wrote a book called Storm in a D-Cup. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> great title, by the way. Great title. <laughs> and she wrote this book, and in the book, she said some private things that went on in Buckingham Palace during some of these fittings. Some of them, most of them were just very innocuous, just generic sort of things. Yeah. What it's like standing in the room uh, with the queen, uh, fitting her for a bra with the two corgis staring at her. Right. Just <laughs> that, that, kind of, that kind of stuff. But anyway, so the queen fired her. So the queen fired her royal bra fitter that had been with them forever because she spoke secrets about what went on. So where we are right now is June Keaton is out of work and the queen is out of a bra fitter. Oh, no. Right. So if you want to call Buckingham Palace, we'll get the latest from the queen herself. No spoilers. Good morning, Queen Mom. It's Raz and Mocha. Yes, hello. Uh, yeah, we're reading this story here that you've uh, fired your royal bra fitter. Can you talk us through this? What happened? Oh, my Golden Globes are getting more attention than the Golden Globes. <laughs> okay. What? Okay, uh, Your Majesty. So uh, this woman, June Keaton, had been in your life for a very long time, fitting you with bras. What is that process actually like now that the stories are all sort of getting out? Was what she said in the book accurate or no? Oh, she'll be fine, but I'll keep you abreast of how she does. Okay. <laughs> uh, Queen, since uh, you've been in business with this woman and her company for 40 years, can you remember the very first... I have tears! <laughs> okay. no. no. Can you remember the very first time that you met for a bra fitting? A dyslexic walks into a bra. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Uh, your, ma- your Majesty, what sort of, uh, is it too forward to, to, to sort of ask that uh, maybe what style of brassiere that you do find comfortable? Because I can't imagine it's going to be easy to find another royal bra fitter. What did the bra say to the hat? What did the bra say to the hat? You go ahead while I give these to a lift. Uh, Queen Mum Any favorite colors Any colors that you uh, dislike When was the last time Philip has touched a breast Oh Oh, wow I mean you fired this one for inside information This sounds very personal (laughs) your majesty In a KFC bucket Okay <laughs> Poor Philip. Okay, um, you are, I imagine, on the hunt now for a new royal bra fitter. Are you taking uh, applicants? Are you sourcing, vetting sort of new companies to come in and take over this uh, this duty? Why is a push-up bra like a bag of chips? Why is a push-up bra like a bag of chips? I don't. What are you even talking about this morning, Your Majesty? You open it and it's half empty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, since, since having an, an official uh, bra fitter for you, your majesty, has anyone else in the, in the royal family during the 40 years that you've been exclusive with this one company, has anyone else in the royal family expressed interest as well? Why was the mermaid wearing seashells? 
Why? Her bur- her boobs were too big for B shells. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay, so, so questions aren't going to be answered. Okay, poor Philip. Uh-huh. The only thing close to a bra near me now is my teacup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, there you have it. Um, the uh, Rigby Impeller, the royal bra fitters for the queen uh, since 1960 have been fired because of a book that uh, the company had uh, June Keaton wrote called Storm in a D Cup. Uh, Your Majesty, thank you very much. We. Uh, How do you catch a bra? How do you catch a bra? Set up a booby trap. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, everybody. Queen Elizabeth. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. KS92.5, hello, who's this? Hi, Mocha? Yo. Hi, it's Liz. How are you? Good. What's going on, Liz? Um, I, so I love the show, and I just wanted to ask, um, are Roz and Maury secretly friends outside the show? Roz and damn it, Maury? Are we secretly yeah. friends? What do you mean secretly friends? Does it not sound like we're friends on the show? Well, like, uh, with Mocha and Maury, it seems like you guys have, like, really good banter, and Roz and Maury do too, but I always feel bad for him. I feel like you guys, like, I just, like, hope that secretly, like, deep down you're friends outside of the show. Maury, come in here. <laughs> I hope your day is like, not, you think, I hope you're not having a good day, Maury, because it's about to get <laughs> Like, you think, like, we, we have, uh... Like, you guys hang out after work, like... Or, like, we have these, like, amazing text conversations? No, no, not, like, text conversations, but, like, you guys, like, hang out and, like, you know, like, after work, you go for a drink. Oh, oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Maury, do we hang out after work? No. No, we don't. <laughs> I tr- I've, oh. I've tried. <laughs> Liz, I'm going to read to you the That's latest. So sad. I'm going to read to you the latest conversation between Dan Mori and I from uh, from yesterday via text. Okay, I would love to hear it. So we wrap up the show at uh, 10 a.m. Okay, and at 10:19 yesterday, Mori uh, sends me a text. Hey, fun show today. Good stuff. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. That was at 10:19 a.m. Yeah. Sweet. And that's so sad, though. Like that's really sweet. And at seven twenty six <laughs> last night, I replied, "Shut up." <laughs> so, oh, well, that definitely answers my question yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, oh. No, there, there, definitely, there is a relationship. I don't know if I would necessarily uh, say. Would you that, click say, it? It's complicated. That, like if it was it, a Facebook thing. A, fa- a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's complicated because there there is there is a relationship, but I think that above any sort of friendship and everything else, I think the the three of us have just all established that regardless of what happens, we're all just in this together. Yeah. And uh and so we we it just works that way. It works on that level as opposed That's to a friend really- as, as opposed to a friendship level. Like the 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 greater good of what we all of what we all do and what we all create trumps any sort of friendship. It's like overnight camp where you have to share a bunk with somebody no, even if you don't it's like not them. at all. It's not it's not overnight camp at all, Maury. It's not, what are you it's even not, talking about? Are you it's listening not, to this conversation right now? It's not it's not overnight camp because again, in every in every scenario of Maury describing the relationship on the show, even just now, he always leaves it open of the chance of possibly seeing one of us without our shirts on. <laughs> And again, it's just, it's not going to happen. So no, it's not like overnight camp. (laughs) Thank you, Liz. You guys are the best. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, question for you. Have you ever thrown your phone? Like you've been so mad at something, you threw your phone? 
Uh, yes. Really? Uh huh. I'm going through this survey here, and 22% of people that they surveyed said that, yeah, they've gotten so angry at something that they've hurled their phone across the room. I once threw my phone after uh, you got angry at me. After I got angry at you? <laughs> yeah, I went out in the hall and threw my phone. This Here at f- work? Yeah, a few years ago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've thrown your phone. I, I feel super proud about that, actually. <laughs> I know I should be concerned. <laughs> you got him so mad that he just, <laughs> yeah. his reaction was to throw his own phone? To me, that's an incredible achievement on yeah. my part. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Not the, important. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your concern. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, you ever cracked a screen on your phone? Uh, no, even, even actually. By just dropping it? No, you haven't. Uh, no. 62% of people say that they have. Uh, do you Man, ever- yo, I see people all the time because it's expensive to swap out the screen on your phone. They're glass, yeah. you know. And I've seen so many people where it just looks beyond shattered, yeah. but they're still using still it. Still using it. Uh, do you ever use your phone on the toilet? Yes. Yeah, every day. Every day. I exclusively use my phone on the toilet. <laughs> uh, 94% of people said yes. Uh, including 79% said that they always use the phone on the toilet. I'm trying to think of the last time I used the toilet without my phone. It's forever ago. Yeah. It's normal now. Uh, Do you sleep with your phone in the bedroom? Yes. Yes. It's on the nightstand beside me. Because it also doubles as my alarm clock. See, that's me too. And I know that I fall into that category where everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't have your phone in the bedroom. But I'm like, it's also my alarm. So what am I to do in that case? I use an old Blackberry for my alarm. Well, I do too. I use both. Hmm. Ninety-two uh, percent of people. Wait, say why that you they just do. set two alarms on your on your iPhone? Uh, because my first one is just a straight vibrate, and the, uh-huh. the old BlackBerry vibrates really like it just it's at a tone that wakes me up. Uh, so it shakes I, the house. It, no, no, it's just it's it's just I, I I've been it's been waking me up for fifteen years. Sure, however so long it's been. Used to it. Yeah. Um, this is the shocking one. Eight percent of people said that they keep their phone under the pillow. Those are people who have secrets. Thank you. Right? There is no reason for anyone to keep their phone underneath the pillow. And don't say, oh, it's just so that I know that it's there or that it helps me fall asleep or I hear the alarm better. If anyone is giving any of those excuses to you, they are lying and they have secrets on their phone that they don't want anyone else to see. This sounds like somebody's given you all those lines before. No, I'm really just curious about that. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Maury, you ever kept the phone under the pillow? Yes, all yeah, the time. Yes, all the time. <laughs> See? For any reasons that Mocha just mentioned. Oh, just so I could hear it better. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evelyn tweeted us at Kiss Nine Two Five and said, "Not everyone has secrets. Has mm-hmm. secrets. I keep it under my pillow because our bedroom is too small for nightstands, and I don't want to get up." To snooze my alarm three times. My boyfriend knows my password and all of my secrets. Oh, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Let me let me add that question. More get in here. Let me <laughs> add that question to this before we take a phone call. What's the percentage of the room right now? Because I got Catherine. I've been with Catherine ten plus years. Mocha's happily married with a little boy. More, you've been with Matthew for how long? Happily married for ten years. Happily married. For, no, no, sorry, together ten years. Right. <laughs> Together 10 years. Um, raise your hand right now if your partner could get into the, your phone without you being in the room. My hand's up. My hand's down. Okay. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Mo- hands Mocha's up. hand's up. Why, like... I even, you know, no, there's no reason to start arguments. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on your phone that you think Matthew 
would look at and and where would he go first? Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. How's it going? What's going on? Good. I'm calling because I want to defend the whole Flory the pillow thing. Okay. <laughs> here we go. What's your name? No, no, I have look. I'm being honest. I'm doing this for two reasons. First, because I have a legitimate reason of doing this. Mm-hmm. And okay. also, I just met my wife at the gold station, and she looked at me as soon as you guys talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your name? So, my name is Ethan. And how long have you been uh, sleeping with your phone under your pillow? So, I've been doing this for a couple of years, but I, like I said, I have a legitimate reason of doing this. Okay. I, I had a son two years ago and everything, and... I'm one of those people that sleeps with the TV on, basically. So I started watching TV on my phone and stuff when he was born because uh-huh. we didn't have the light to bother him. So eventually I realized that if I hold the phone in my hand, it I won't go to sleep. But if I put it underneath my pillow and put like a stand-up comedy show or something and everything, it helps me sleep. So my phone doesn't have a lock or anything on it. I just want to be out there as well. My wife can go through it. And my son's smart enough now that he climbs up the bed in the morning and everything and he reaches for the pillow, uh, gets the phone under the pillow yeah. and goes on in the morning. So so you like, just need it for the uh, for the noise. Yeah, like it's just there. And don't get me wrong, I was actually, my wife actually got me a pillow that has Bluetooth sound to it. So legitimately, oh I can God. <laughs> Yeah, Bluetooth pillow? Yeah, you can buy those nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah, my wife bought it for Christmas. I haven't set it up yet, but maybe one day I'll start using it. Why don't so, you and your wife just get separate rooms at this point? Because <laughs> it really doesn't sound like there's much else going on in that bedroom. Like, we enjoy each other's company. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh you're, you're, you, guys are, you guys are roomies. No, it's just, you know what? I hate the fact that my wife puts headphones in her ears sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. in the room and stuff. But I just don't like the feeling of having headphones in my ears when I'm going to sleep. So you have a Bluetooth pillow? <laughs> wow, dude. All right, Esten. There's still a legitimate reason. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Have a great day, man. Take care. Right, you Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Rozzo, Rozzo, Roz. Do yes. I have a treat for you? Oh, no. So our very own Damon Mori is notorious for sending emails to artists that he likes Asking for free stuff. <laughs> oh, God, we've gone over this so many times. There's Is a new letter one? that I have. But before I read this new email that Dammit Mori sent to someone, yeah. let's revisit who he's written to in the past. An artist by the name of Damien Hurst, yeah. where within the letter, uh, asking for a piece of art, Dammit Mori said, I just wanted to send a fast note to let him know that I'm a massage fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to write massive fan, right? Yes. Or to an artist named Jeff Coons, who Maury was hoping that this artist, Jeff Coons, would send him uh, a little sculpture. And Maury says in the letter, I know when Andy Warhol was a little kid, he wrote Shirley Temple a fan letter. And she actually wrote back and sent him a gift. I know it doesn't have to be the 1920s to get a reply from someone you admire. My birthday is next week. I know I've yet to blown out my candles, but my (laughs) wish is for a reply and maybe a nice gift from Jeff. And a lot of the letters, too, that Moore writes when he's asking for free stuff all sort of follow the same pattern. And when, when the, the one sort of prevalent thing is that he positions he and Matthew as uh, we're just a young gay couple trying to make our way in the city. We don't have a lot of money. Oh, here's the best letter that he wrote to David Krakow, who uh, Damon Moore is looking for a specific piece of art called yeah. The Heart is All a Flutter. Right. After many follow ups with the gallery and NYC that reps you and no reply, 
It's upsetting. It's upsetting. I love all of your work. It really moves me and speaks to us. The piece I wanted to surprise Matthew with was My Heart is All a Flutter. Yeah. Paper cut. He loves butterflies, and the heart is perfect for a, uh, for a wedding. However, after many attempts to contact the gallery with no reply, our money is all tapped out for the rings, <laughs> photographer, hotel, and flights, and suites. We're only two young guys. We're only two young guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, who did you write now? Roz, as you know, in the past exactly four weeks, Damon yeah. Mori's been all about wine. That's right. And like not only wine, but like a rosé, right, that you found, this isn't is, it? This is like a specific wine that I have fallen in love with, and I will only drink this wine. And what is this wine? This is by Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, Sophia Coppola, her wine. Okay. Sophia. Okay. And what makes it so good? No, it's Francis Ford Coppola. The director yeah, yeah. Ha- has his own wine, and he named one of the wines after his daughter, Sophia. Yeah, that. Oh, of that. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Damon Mori decides to send a an letter email to Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> to the winery. Oh. Are you ready for this? <laughs> to ask what can't you? This isn't like art. You this can't isn't... find this wine anywhere. Oh, stop. I've bought the only four bottles left in the city. Yes, you've bought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've bought. Go ahead, please. So, I'm going to read this. Yeah. With the spelling and and grammatical errors all throughout. I appreciate that. Hey, just had to write a fan letter about Sophia Wine and didn't know who else to write it to. So sorry if it's silly to write this. I've never found a wine that I've enjoyed with my family, husband, or anything. And then I went to the wine store in Toronto. And then in brackets, you can only buy wine at the government-run wine store, <laughs> the LCBO. Which is not true, isn't it? Go to the wine rack. <laughs> and saw the bottle of the 2013 Chardonnay and fell in love with it. So Parisian and epic. <laughs> Congrats on making the perfect bottle of wine. What a liquid miracle on your end. Ew. Kind of like the discovery of penicillin, right? <laughs> What? <laughs> also, Liquid Miracle, my name, my nickname in high school. Shut up. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Once we opened it at home with our friend for an early Christmas dinner, I was blown away. It was the greatest wine I've ever had. It was like heaven on earth and heaven. <laughs> it's like heaven on heaven? <laughs> this is so good. It's like, it's like heaven on heaven? <laughs> If God made wine, I'm sure it would taste like this. I'm kind of a wine lover. God did make wine. (laughs) Read a Bible. I collect some wine at home. I have a bottle of Madonna's wine. Oh. oh. I often travel to Ontario's wine area known as Niagara-on-the-Lake for the spa and fudge. (laughs) As they say, love the wine you're with. I've since traveled all around town to snatch up the remaining bottles of Sophia, as I can't imagine the world on earth without it. It's really a shemding that we can't get any bottles of the red here. I wish I could try it. If only there was a way that I could get a bottle of the red. Oh, if only. (laughs) I just had to let you know. No idea if there are any others I should try. I'm totally game to hear your suggestions, but I'm in love. Your newest friend, Maury. Oh, my God. Did they send you wine? Nope. No. (laughs) 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, I'm about to hit you with some of the greatest shower thoughts I found oh. on Reddit this morning. Uh, randomness that goes on through your mind. And at the time, mm-hmm. they totally make sense. And sometimes it's legit. Yeah. Other times, most of the times, it's just straight up nonsense. Okay, I hit so me. Here's what I found. Shower thoughts on Reddit. Okay. The most unrealistic thing about Harry Potter is that nobody asks him if they can try on his glasses. True. Totally they- true. And I just finished watching all the Harry Potters. Yeah? Yeah. Here's another one. The Harry Potter universe has potions that can literally regrow bones overnight. Yet apparently nothing can be done for Harry's eyesight. Right. <laughs> If you have $10,000 and found a $20 bill in your pocket, it would be the equivalent of Bill Gates finding $180 million in his pocket. Why do baby clothes need pockets? What are they going to stick in there? That's so true. Contrary to what sitcoms portray, nobody actually watches football games whilst holding a football. (laughs) The object of golf is to play the least amount of golf. (laughs) The English language allows me to say, I don't know, without opening my mouth. Hum a low note, hum a high note, and then hum a low note. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dear everyone under six foot, the top of your refrigerator is dirty. Love, everyone over six foot. (laughs) That's so true. I often wonder if anyone else feels at peace when they use a really great pen. (laughs) Teachers have to be in school from the age of four until they retire. (laughs) When you're tired at night, everything's funny. When you're tired in the morning, nothing's funny. It's true. The biggest step in any relationship is not the first kiss. It's the first fart. Finally, shower thoughts on Reddit from this morning. If a cat could text you back, they wouldn't. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Maury brought this to me because he has a dilemma or some, uh, I guess, like a situation that he's trying to figure out his next step. Okay. And the step is this. When you go to a wedding, Mm. as Maury did, when two friends got married... And you give them a gift. What did you give them? Cash? You always put cash in an envelope. That's how much How do. much cash? It was like uh, 150 each. 150 each. So, so it's $300. Thank you for the math. $300. Okay. <laughs> and this was the wedding was how long ago? Uh, just, literally just over a year ago. Just over one year ago. Oh, okay. Uh, they have since separated. Oh, damn. Okay. Maury feels that the money should be returned. Mmm. Here's our thought, because Matthew is really upset about this. Yeah. When we give you money and you stay together for only a year, that money should be returned. You guys weren't together for long enough to warrant the money. To warrant the money. To earn uh, okay, the Okay, so what the money. let me ask you this then. What is long enough? Because yeah. I know I know unlike the bachelor. When they get the ring at the end of it, they have to stay engaged or at least fake engaged. Six months, for, right? No, it's longer than that. Yeah, it's, ah. it's, it's, I think it's even longer than a year. Uh, you have to stay engaged or fake engaged uh, within that window of time. And if you make it to that window, the ring is yours. If you sure. break up before that window uh, closes, then you have to return the ring. So you think that there should be 
on all relationships and marriages. Especially if somebody puts $300 in an <laughs> Don't say it like that, like it's a huge deal, okay? <laughs> it's not like you get them 10 grand. Okay. But 300 bu- I mean, uh, that's yeah. like a week's worth of money. Okay, okay. You know? So $300 in an envelope. Yeah, yes, I'm not saying it's a not time. a lot of money, by the we way. We had a great time. Yeah. And obviously we hope that you live together for a long time. But when yeah. it's only a year, you give the but money But do you back. think that that money is just sitting in an account somewhere that they could just refund it? No, but if all of us... So you want them to go into debt since they've broken up. They're already dealing with everything. But we're giving you the money to, to build your future, to, to put towards your future. Okay. That $300 is supposed to go to your future. I, yeah, okay, I give you $300 to build a future and you <laughs> failed. I get my money back. Yeah, I don't know. Like, my opinion, Maury, like, that money is theirs. Like, I don't it's think gone. we'd be upset if we gave you, like, a like a casserole dish or something like that. Like, but then what happens know? to the casserole dish? I mean, but that's a product. You probably would have used that together during the year. I'm talking about cash. Okay, so it's just because you gave them money. Uh, like, I don't earned know, cash. Er- <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so you gave them money, and so yeah. you think that a sort of dollar amount, a dollar gift, should be returned if the couple doesn't last, say, because it, it's been a year. Uh, so yeah, so I three don't years is the number that you would put on this. Yeah, I'm, we feel cheated. Yeah. We feel like this was a scam just to make money. Oh, my God. How much did they spend to get your $300? Who knows? But we, Matthew's convinced it was like a whole scheme. It was a scheme. Yeah, let's get like married they were, to earn some cash. They were they're grifters. Really? They, they were running. They were running a game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you can ask and for the money back. We should get a lawyer. We should get our money back. Get a no lawyer? Way. Are you serious? Does he really think that? Yeah, he he is really. He's like, if I ever see these people in passing, I'm gonna bring this well, up. If you don't like them this much, back. why were you at their wedding? We did, but then they only lasted a year, and he thinks that that is how. Could how many you times only last since the year? wedding have you seen them? Never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not getting that yeah, money back. Yeah. Great friends. Fantastic. Great, yeah. Were you there uh, for them during their, their marital problems? Did they no, call and say, no, hey, I need I mean, your advice on some stuff? I'm going to, oh, no. Did no. you hear, uh, before they actually officially broke up, did you hear about them maybe having problems? Did you? No, on Instagram, everything looked fantastic. Okay, hold on a second here. You're not really actually friends with these people, is what it sounds like. We were at the wedding. Okay. But you're not friends. Friendly. Yeah, you're not getting that money back, bro. Sorry, absolutely not. Have you followed up with them? Have you called them? No, no, no. Because I just I can't. Because then Matthew will grab the phone and and get angry. Question: Did they tell you they broke up, or did you find out that they broke up? I heard it through the vine. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they didn't even tell you. Uh, Hey, Lou, go ahead. I think uh, Maury's just outrageous right now. Like you can't, you physically can't do that. Like you went and ate the food, you danced, you celebrated with those people. You had a great night with them, and they broke up. That's like, I don't know, going to the bank and saying, thanks for the loan, but hey, I want my money back after. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And they committed to going to that wedding. Yeah, also the fact that they haven't seen that couple since that wedding, since that celebration, and they have, have not talked to them at all. Throughout the course of their marriage until it, it ended. So what's he going to do? Be like, hey, so shoot them a text and be like, hey, you guys want to go for coffee? Oh, by the way, you owe me 150 bucks yeah, times no, two. No, and we, we, <laughs> and we no. And, and did you come up with 150 per person because you read that in a book that that covers your That's meal? what we've done for any wedding we've ever been to. Be- and, and we just feel like we wouldn't have, we're, we would have been happy not to go to the wedding. But you guys were getting married and why not together. Why did you go to the wedding? Because we were invited and we felt obligated to go to the oh, wedding and you're not together. So. 
you return them. Okay, I here's a question. Prior to going to the wedding, prior to getting invited, how many times did you uh, spend time with that couple? Did you guys hang out a like lot? Three times. Have you Maybe ever have times. you ever done a couple's thing of where it is just you and Matthew and this couple? No. Okay. I've had five friends divorce since this, yeah. and we gave about what about the same three hundred an envelope. I'm not going to go and call them and be like, "Hey guys." You're going through a lot of crap. Can I get my money back? In their heart to return the no, money. Absolutely not. I'll tell I'll tell you, Maury. Their breakup and separation, the end of their marriage and their love, is not about you. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate, right. but we kinda want our money. Right. All right, we gotta go. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> All right, no problem. Take care, guys. Hi, Kiss925. This is Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, it's Sonia. What's up, Sonia? Um, I am calling in because I just think it's absurd that people would scam and create a fake wedding to score 300 bucks. Yeah. Come on, Maury. No, but it's not just my 300. They only they didn't invite only us. They would have gotten 300 from me and all 300 other people there. <laughs> you know what, though? I think that when you're invited to a wedding, at that point, whatever happens afterward, it's not really up to you or, like, to think... In the future, if something goes wrong, you went and you you chose to go, right? And you know if you go, you have to give a gift. And you enjoyed the wedding and you had a date night out and that's it. It's done. That's why I don't go to weddings anymore. <laughs> Save 300 bucks. <laughs> oh, they're, man. They're expensive. Yeah, they're expensive and it's a, it's a weekend and I don't really like you that much anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then and then you start getting into your friends that are getting married for like the second time. Yeah, well, what do you do then, right? I don't, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not. I was maybe the send a card. Time. Yeah, as of the first time, bro. Yeah. Okay, just do this one with just family. Don't make a big to do about it when it's your second wedding. Yeah, I haven't been to one of those yet, but I can totally see your point of view. It's like, okay, you got me the first time. Yeah. Now we're gonna do it a second time. Yeah, you I don't know. You already ruined one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, wow. you, don't, you don't get to ruin two. Thanks, Anya. <laughs> Saturday nights are precious. Yes. Thanks, guys. Hi. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hello, Kiss92.5. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Um, I like school. You oh. like school? Yeah. What's your What's your name? Shafour. 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 Cool, man. Yeah. Are you a boy or a girl? I'm a boy. You're a boy. Okay. No offense. It's very How difficult to tell. How old are you? I'm 10. You're 10. What do you, What do you like about school? Only gym and science. Everything I hate. Oh, I thought you just said you like school. Only gym and science. Math sucks. Oh, math sucks. Maury is clapping. You have a standing <laughs> ovation from Damn It Maury in here. What's the what, what's a what's a math problem that you got stuck on so far this year? Diagrams and all that. Diagrams and all that. We what? have a test on it today. You have a test on what today? Uh, the diagram. What diagram of what? Like like the lines and the pi. Oh, like pi. Yeah. Would it make you feel better if we if we got Maury to do some math? Who's a grown man? Sure. So what grade? What grade are you in? Five. Grade five. So oh, we'll, do so, we'll do so. We'll do so. Okay. We're gonna let you kids go, and we're gonna do some grade five math with Maury. Okay. Okay. Okay, brother. Hang on. Let me just. Uh, you got a pen, more? I have my okay, red hold pen. Hold on here. Let me find. I gotta go to my. Uh, I have. I have literally have math problems for all grades here. Okay, let me go on. to my grade five file. And let me get this set up. Okay. Ready. Uh, do you want to test the other one? Uh, sure. <laughs> There you go. Okay, That's good. both of them. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you word problems, Maury. Word problems here. These word are from my grade problems. five. Yeah, you can write you don't have word to problems write. if you want to. That's totally All right, fine. sure. Okay, uh, Maury, um, the turtle at the zoo weighs 145 pounds. It is five times heavier than the baby turtle. 
How much does the baby turtle weigh? Okay, baby. So, so can I can I tell you real quick? Just looking over Maury's shoulder. Yeah, he has two things written down. Number yeah. one, Hero has turtle. Yeah, and then right below that, he yeah. has baby turtle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury. I so think, hold I think on. The, so I, the turtle. Okay, I think the important information here is turtle and baby. No, is that <laughs> is that is that one turtle weighs one hundred and forty five pounds. That turtle weighs five times. More than more, the baby turtle. More. Yes. So how much so does the, the baby, baby is, turtle is five times less? Ah. And in there lies the problem. Right. Okay. Also hence, the answer. Hence what you wrote on the top of the page. Read the top of the page. Word problem. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one hundred forty-five uh, uh, minus five times more. Yes. <laughs> okay. One. Okay. What? One hundred forty-five minus. Five times minus more. More. <laughs> what is the more? Five times five. So if we go. Um, okay. So again, uh, the turtle at the zoo weighs 145 pounds. It's five times heavier than the baby turtle. 150. How much, how much does the baby turtle weigh? Okay. So Maury. So the big turtle weighs 145 pounds. Yeah. It is five times heavier than the baby turtle, which, according to your math, weighs 150 pounds. Because I won't, wrote, did 145 times five. No, you did 145 plus five. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you want to try again? You want to try again? Yeah. Here, let me just okay. play this for you real quick, just so you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your answer was wrong. Okay. Do you know how to get this? To the answer to this problem? It's well, it's either. Um, no, it's not either. It's one <laughs> specific way. Okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking about uh, one hundred forty-five yeah. divided by five, and you just pick one of those. You pick one because it's divided into five. So you just pick one of the divisions of five, one of the groupings, one of the groupings. Yeah. So. I don't divided. understand. Can you okay, right, okay? Let's just go with that right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and and talk yourself through the yeah uh, sixty through the math plus sixty. Okay. I'm this okay. Sixty plus sixty is S- 60 wait. Where, where are you getting sixty from? I'm, no, I'm just guessing at what it could be. What I'm it, testing it out. Oh, oh. yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you remember like in those movies when uh-huh. the old timey guys in the the big thick glasses and the and the, the the skinny ties with the white dress shirts with no sleeves would stand in front of a chalkboard trying to figure out how to get a man in space? Okay. Right. Yeah. And they just had to come up with something like sure. something. They got to break new ground. Maury right now is one of those guys <laughs> just trying to break new ground, just testing theories. So it's five times. Five that is a times. lot of numbers on that paper, man. <laughs> it looks like, speaking of space and trying to figure it out, yeah. you remember that one scene in Hidden Figures when Cookie from Empire was up on the on the ladder? Yeah. And she was drawing on the chalkboard and everyone else and the nerd yeah. from Big Bang Theory was standing there trying to figure it out? Yeah. And she was just writing all sorts of yeah. numbers and letters? Yeah, exactly. That's what Maury's paper yeah. looks like right now. Yeah. <gasps> 35. Oh my God. No. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the problem was uh, the turtle at the zoo weighs 145 pounds. It is five times heavier than the baby turtle. How much does the baby turtle weigh? Uh, it's mo- as if you have, if, it's as if you had five baby turtles. Right. Except there's only one baby turtle. Except there's only one baby turtle. Right. But if you can determine the weight of the five baby turtles. But there's only one. But there's he's only one. Chi- he's a, no, he's the only one. child. But if you had five baby no turtles. No siblings. Okay. How many times does how many times does five? Yeah, if it weighs five times more, right? Okay, so it weighs five, five 10, 15, 20, 20 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Stop. Fifty pounds, ten pounds, fifty pounds. It goes oh in ten times God. fifty. Finally, no. <laughs> <laughs> five, if 10, if 15, I give you the 20, answer, 30, do you think 30, you'll 30, be able 30, to figure 50. out how to get that answer? 
Yes. Okay. So if I say the answer might be 29, it might be 29. I'd say you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. It's Kiss 92.5. Oh, my God, man. I got to tell you, I failed Green Eye Math three times. But listening to him trying to figure out 29 times plus is 145. It was so painful. <laughs> Uh, Maury, so do you do you get now why the answer is twenty nine? Because you told me. No, 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 no. <laughs> but do you understand? Even even with you have all the information right now. Okay, you have that the big turtle weighs one hundred forty five pounds. It is five times heavier than the baby turtle, and the answer of to how much the baby turtle weighs is twenty nine. Do you know how to get to twenty nine? 29 plus 29 plus 29 plus 29 plus 29. That's one way. That's one way, I guess. Well, I mean, if you have to get to the pizza shop, there are probably five ways to get there. Okay, but do you what? understand Do you understand how you get 29? Yes. How? No, no I don't. No. Oh, I, but I know how to get now 45, 145 with that 29. No, okay, but what is that, what are you doing there? How many times five goes into 145? It goes in 29 times. But what kind of math is that? Oh really God. hard math. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is uh, this is David, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, David, awesome talking to you again, man. Thanks for calling in. Anytime, guys. Right. It's hilarious. We'll see Thanks. if anybody else wants to help. Hi, Kiss925, Razamoka. What's your name? Hi, Mocha. It's Amanda. How What's up, you? Amanda? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was just listening to Maury struggle through that math problem. Uh-huh. And I'm a teacher. Uh-huh. And it made you I- want to quit your profession? <laughs> No, no, no. I love my job. I love what I do. But I feel like Maury can't do math with paper and pencil. I feel like Maury needs like a calculator. Counters. No, he needs counters. I don't counters. think he could find Oh, oh like a like an calculator. abacus. Yeah, yeah, or like actually like beans, like counting oh, out beans. one oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So you think next time we do math with Maury, he should bring out a bag of beans? I feel like okay. he would be able to get there. I used to do math like that with my nana. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, after the show okay. today, you're going straight over to Bulk Barn okay. and you are stocking up on beans. Okay. I feel like that's the solution. Okay. I, you know what? We always love talking to teachers because- Hold on. Yeah. 145 beans? No, just you a bag of beans. It's not, <laughs> you're not always going to need 145 beans. <laughs> just See, I feel like the bag of beans Maury might help for the future. Just 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 take out one of those scoops at Bulk Barn and dip into the bin like and get five large scoops of beans. And then then we'll just have it in here and keep like beans here all the time. All the time. Yeah, okay. We'll get you Maury and his bag of beans. Yeah, math beans. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Amanda. No problem. Have a good day, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Stay indoors. Oh, if God. you are outdoors, seek immediate shelter in a building. Remain indoors well away from windows. If you are driving, pull safely to the side of the road and seek shelter in a building or lay on the floor. This we will announce when the threat has ended. This is not a drill. So that was the warning that was sent out in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that's not happening right now in the no. city of Toronto. You don't got to no. worry. People. No. And the text message that went out to everyone was even sort of more ominous. And this went on for like 40 minutes. And what showed up on everybody's phone was ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. 
And this went on for like 38 minutes. And then it, it turned out that it was, I guess, just a guy during a shift change hit the wrong button. And and, and where where was the button? Was I don't it, know. Was it like on the wall next to the I light switch that yeah. when he walked into the office he was about to he wanted to turn the lights on but he hit the the button by accident instead? Yeah, and and the the shocking part of all of this is that they've said that they're going to implement now safeguards to prevent such a thing. Like they've just recently after this weekend included a cancel button. That would immediately set up. So they had no cancel button. So you had like, watch these news stories, man. Like people were putting their children down storm drains and with Pennywise, with Pennywise. Yes. (laughs) Worth it. You take your chance. (laughs) Take your chance with the clown, man. The clown or the bomb. Pennywise. Watch my kid for a sec. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, if you have to give your children a fighting chance here, you know, and you have the choice between a ballistic missile or the Pennywise, the clown and the storm drain. I'm having my kid fist fight Pennywise, the clown for a while, because I think that maybe he's got a better chance that than surviving the ballistic missile in the park. Listen, son, just keep your hands up at all times. Protect your face. But as uh, as they've said, the guy who actually the worker, I don't know whether it was a guy or woman, uh, the worker who pushed the, uh, the the missile alert button will not lose their job. They're just going to be reassigned because apparently it was just an honest, honest mistake. And it was just such an easy mistake to make, oh, no. which is what I don't understand. I'm telling you, button on the wall next to the light switch. Right? <laughs> Richard, what do you want to say, man? So I was just reading the other day. Apparently, this makes it even more funnier because apparently... Oh, you brought, I mean, Amoka, you just said that, like, was, was the button by the by the light switch? Yeah. Apparently, it's a two-part process. So there's pressing the button, and then there's, are you sure you want to do this? And oh. the guy still did it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't just happen with a button press. Apparently, if you press the button, then it's like a message pops up. Are you sure you want to send this? Absolutely, let's send it. So I thought that was a bit uh, unique. It's like... Or is it one of those things where it was like on a computer and the guy double clicked the mouse by accident? Yeah. You know, you know, here's here's what I imagine it would be like. And I'll tell you where I would destroy the world instantly. So, you know, on your mouse, on your computer, Uh right? So, you know, the little, you know, the roller that's in between the two buttons in the middle. I have a compulsion to push that even though I know I shouldn't. Oh, really? I do. And I sort of just like, I think like I finger around with it for a little while and like I I touch it and I run and then I even just like, I'm like, don't push it, don't push it because then I get that other weirdo little thing on my screen. And then I'm like, I was like, oh damn, I push it. So I have this compulsion to push that. And I prefer when a mouse doesn't have that, right? I would rather just go over to the side and drag the slider up and down. But that little roller thing in the middle of a mouse. I just I have to push it like I just have to when my fingers on it my finger just wants to push that That's like she it's said. stop it <laughs> That's what I, 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 you know I, I right click all the time like when my, oh, girlfriend's watching, yes. when, my girlfriend's, when my girlfriend's watching me do stuff she's yeah. like why do you keep hitting the right click button I'm like maybe I'm gonna save a file or create a file yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all these files that yeah, I have all these files that I have you don't know, you don't know why you don't know why you don't know why I'm right clicking all the time yeah right clicking I might create a file I might save it as it is. You know, so, I'm like find your own business. So I understand that. I understand if there's a button on your desk and you just go into work every day and you're not allowed to touch it. You know, yeah. sometimes you just have to do it. Like it's, it, it, you're, and it, it's, it's not even anything that I don't know. You, it's just like a compulsion that you would just have to click the button. I always have that too. Like if something sort of glitches, I always think the escape button will fix everything. If there was a sign on the, if there was a sign on the wall, right? Like just like a picture frame on the wall. And you couldn't really tell what was in the picture frame. And above the picture frame, there was a note that read, 
this feels terrible. Don't ever touch it. Right? That's what I'm saying. I would I would touch I would put my face on it. I'd be like, how, I'd be like okay, how terrible are we talking here? Yeah. How, how, like, how bad can it be? Like, how bad? How bad can it be? And although a warning like that should prevent you from touching it. Yeah, yeah. Same with those other warnings. Do not taste or right. do not eat. Like, yes. I would I would be like, wait for the coast is clear. I'd be pants down, putting a cheek up on it, standing on a chair, hoping a coworker doesn't walk in the room. <laughs> hey, Rashard, thank you so much for calling in right, today, man. Good morning, guys. Uh, See you, dude. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When it comes to falling asleep, mm. especially when we work the hours that we work, and there's a lot of people that work some whack hours, falling asleep isn't always the easiest thing to do. And there's a whole bunch of different tricks, and I've read so much on things to do to help you sleep, help you fall asleep at the right times when you should fall asleep. And the the new thing that has come out now was if you're a list writing type of person, Mm -hmm. if you enjoy the process of writing a to-do list, Mm -hmm. they say that the to-do list right before bedtime is one way that can help struggling sleepers fall asleep more quickly. So if you're the type of person who does have a to-do list, instead of writing it and making it a part of your day, they say to take that list and write it while right before bedtime, preferably like while you're still in, while you're actually in bed. Really? It, it eases you. You mean bring it, pen and paper to bed? Yeah, just bring a pen and paper to bed with you, stick it in the nightstand, write your to-do list, and then slip it back in the nightstand. Because I think what winds up happening is so many- in the morning you forget about it. Well, they, okay, then set an alarm. I don't know, I can help you with everything. Jeez. Okay. But I'm just saying that because... Plus, I write my all my to-dos on my notes app in my phone. That's not good. And they say you're not supposed to look no, at your phone. don't bring your phone to bed. Going See, to bed. Right. In our house, we, just, use, we still use Post-its for right. our to-do yeah. list. Pen and paper. That's all you need. Because I think a lot of people go to bed thinking of all the stuff that they have to do. And it's sort of, it's maddening sure. at, at some point. So they say, just write down your to-do list before bedtime and it'll right. put your mind at ease and it will help you fall asleep. I don't write, I don't really write to do. I write a grocery list every now and then, Sure, but I don't write a to do list. Then how you do you re- remember do you- what to do? <laughs> I just, <laughs> it just does I just like, do, when you, the time comes. do you write a to do list? Yeah. Cause I'm almost 40. You I'm going to forget. You brought things. your to do list. Is this a legitimate to do list? This is a legitimate to do list. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? I think you should read it. Okay. So do you want me to read you Maury's to do list? Okay. This is a legit to do list. This is things to do. Okay. <laughs> I know what a to-do list is. Okay. <laughs> is this for today or is this for the week? This has been since Sunday. We haven't gotten to much on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pick up cooked chicken and moisturizer. <laughs> Wait, are the two, are, are the two like related? Like you this need is, the, the cooked chicken and the moisturizer okay. for something? <laughs> this is one of those things where you put two things together and it makes something horrifying. Yeah. Cooked chicken on its own, totally fine moisturizer on its own totally fine but when the only things on your to-do list to pick up at the grocery store are cooked chicken and moisturizer yeah, my head so, goes to a dark place that's so weird that's so gross okay uh, dry windows from condensation in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like y'all need some new windows like, why are your windows so, so much there's condensation? like puddles every what you, morning oh are you sweating Wait, a lot at but- night but uh, maybe that's what it is. Why do you have to there's put that on the to-do list? Like, if you see just that there's constipation <laughs> on the on the window, why don't you just grab a paper towel and go wipe well, it this off? This is so I don't forget. Okay, uh, move toilet paper rolls to the guest bathroom <laughs> again. <laughs> just again. do it at just, that moment. Just do you it. You don't live in a 
60,000 square foot home. Yeah. You live in a tiny downtown Toronto condo. Okay, next next up on Maury's to-do 20 list. 20 steps away. Uh, moisturize feet in sock. <laughs> Sorry, what? Okay, explain this. What is moisturize feet in sock? I rub cream and foot butter on yeah. my feet and okay. put it back in my sock. But yeah, I also know from point number one, which was pick up, cook chicken and moisturizer, that you can't do point four before you do point one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't use the cooked chicken for something that has to do with the lotion on your feet. No, my feet do not go in the cavity of the chicken. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, moist, moisturize feet in sock. Uh, make appointment with H&R Block to finish 2016 taxes. <laughs> Two years later. <laughs> And then, uh, of course, call Nana uh, to confirm Passover in April. Pa- are, you like, are you confirming Passover dinner or are you confirming Passover? <laughs> Passover dinner. Passover dinner in April. Okay, so, so to Man, reiterate. It's still, it's so, still happening? So as, as Mocha said, a lot of these shouldn't wind up on a to-do list. A lot of these things should just be done when you think of them. Bringing toilet paper to the guest bathroom when you live in 400 square feet should not wind up on a list. It should just be something that you do. You could probably throw it into the bathroom from wherever you are. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was watching This Is Us last night. Mm -hmm. I'm not emotionally ready yet. To what? To watch This Is Us? Yeah. Yeah. We've stayed away. Both my wife and I stayed away from that show. Even with the... the, um, when the commercials come on, yeah, my wife is like, change the channel, change the channel. Yeah, are you gonna watch it though? You got plans to eventually, watch it? Yeah. No? Yeah, eventually, it's yeah. our favorite show in our house, but we don't look at each other when we cry. Right? I you see, cry every episode, every single one. But I'll tell you though, the problem, like season one, was dope. Like season one, out of the out of the park, it was just so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really I don't find season two, or at least this half, the last couple episodes, to be nearly as emotional as season one. I think it's the relationship between them and the mom that makes me cry and the dad because... The, no, I mean, the dad's the, awesome. The dad's yeah. awesome. It's always the, the parents and the kids stuff yeah, that makes but me I cry. Don't like the, I don't like the actor guy's storyline, really. Kate's no. driving me nuts now on yeah. the show. This is all stuff that's going to make sense Spoiler to you alert. one day, Mocha. Okay. Uh, but uh, I was having a conversation with Maury yesterday because Maury was like, I, can't, I just can't wait to find out to, until you, you learn how the dad died. Spoiler alert! But we already but know, we know that. It's but in, you like, already know. But you hadn't figured it out. How did you not have figured it out yet? I, I think that deep down. Wait, does this happen like this season? What the dad? The dad died. You know the dad dies early on. That you just don't know how. And they dragging it out now for a season and a half of television, oh, guys. But they've all they, said in interviews that we're going to find out this season. But we already know. They've already told you everything you need to know about how the dad dies. Put your headphone. Put your earmuffs on for a second, Mocha. Because anybody, just, I can explain it to Mocha. I can explain it to Mori for a second. Oh, guys, come on. Okay, we all we we know everything that we need to know, and we found it out in season one. But I think that I just wanted to learn like everyone else. I, I didn't want. But they already set it all up, which is the house catches on fire. Okay. The house catches on fire. Just spell it out. The house catches on fire. You want me to spell out like like a paragraph here? The house. T-H-E-H-O-U-S-E C-A-T-C-H-E-S-O-N-F-I-R-E T-H-E-D-A-D-G-O-E-S B-A-C-K-I-N T-H-E-H-O-U-S-E T-O-S-A-V-T-H-E-T-D-O-G. Tasavagaka? No, to save the dog. Oh. That's why Kate feels responsible for the dad's death is because Kate has this stupid dog and they pump the dog up in the relationship. Guys! What? I, I, K-A-T-E-H-A-S. <laughs> 
I know how to spell. T H E S T U P I D D O G A N D T H E D A D G O E S I N T H E H O U S E A N D D I E S. What's the last word? Dies. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Come on. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So talking about things that dominated your youth that maybe you don't take into your life as an adult. And yesterday, Mocha brought up something that I haven't thought about, let alone said in years, decades, which was fluff. (laughs) Yeah. And from what I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, fluff is a, it's a marshmallow spread. Yeah, you find right. it in the aisle where you find um, like honey and peanut butter and other jelly spreads. But and people put it on bread. And I found out also that fluff is like pre-World War One. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how that's how old fluff is. And then fluff got us to the classic cheese whiz, which I remember going home from school and it was cheese whiz on toast until my parents got home. Cheese Whiz was my life, and Maury had never had Cheese Whiz. No, this is the first time I've ever held it in my hand. Really, huh? Yeah. Read the ingredients on that for me. Oh, dear Tell God. me if cheese is on there. Okay, so we had morti- mortified... Mortified? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do you need... If, if do that's you... the first ingredient in anything... <laughs> Okay. Sorry, you just modified. do not eat. Here, more. Use my flashlight. You blind. <laughs> and you got new glasses too. Yeah, I know. Modified uh, milk ingredients, water, milk ingredients, modified milk ingredient, bacterial culture, salt, calcium chloride, color, um, macrobial enzyme, uh, lupus, corn, lupus, uh, <laughs> corn, multitextrin, yeah, ground mustard seasoning, contains celery. Uh, lactate acid, sorbic acid, color may oh, may be omitted. Oh, um, Thordor. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Mordor is in there. Um, From Lord of the Rings. Now that doesn't mean it's not delicious, but uh, obviously, cheese whiz. I did not see cheese as an ingredient on there. Again, that does not mean it's not delicious. Now, did you bring in toast? Because toast is very important. What is I that? I have white bread. White bread. What are we poor? <laughs> Dude, it was cheaper. It's it's toast. Why didn't you make toast? Yeah, because I don't know. I I just got the bread. Oh, I assumed that man. you just spread it on bread. No, we specifically said cheese whiz on toast. I said but bread bring toast. and toast are the same thing. No, it's not. Now, if you don't like this, it's I'm blaming the bread <laughs> and the bread only. Okay, give it a sniff. What does it smell like? Feet? Feet, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. <laughs> okay, go for it now. Okay. Oh, don't God, get that, that on the microphone, Mari. Big glob of cheese that is with. A big, oh, it looks so delicious, though. Okay, so just oh spread God. it around there. What do you? How does it, can, it spread? It's like it's like. Um, does it spread evenly? Does it spread it's nicely? Like cheese butter. Yeah, it's like cheese butter. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's just like cheese butter. You don't need to. No, no more. Just one oh. piece. You don't need to make a sandwich. What are you doing? I can't remember the last time I've buttered something, so I'm not used to this. Well, just eat it. You don't need to oh. do two. I thought it was like no, a I said not a sandwich. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think your cheese was for the first time? This is the greatest thing I've ever had. It is, huh? So describe it, though, because I forget how cheese was tasted. It's as if you're tasting butter on bread, yeah. but suddenly it's cheese. <laughs> Man, that made no sense. That made no sense. In other words, it just tastes like cheese that's on bread? Yeah. I guess kind of like melted cheese. Do you eat like but that at cheddar. home? Do you eat like that at home? Like what? That loud? 
Is that loud? Yeah, Very. I would say that's loud. Oh. I would describe that as loud. Oh, well, I always eat alone, so nobody's ever told me. It's probably also the answer to so many of the problems in your marriage. <laughs> 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 so you like that, though. It's fantastic. Yeah, okay, now on to fluff. It's not breakfast time, Maury. We're experimenting here. <laughs> You're not at the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling back for seconds. Uh, All right. So, are you, who's eating fluff? Are you eating fluff? I guess. Oh, Maury, too. So right out of the gate, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. This jar of fluff yeah. weighs nothing. Oh, really? And it's a brand new jar. And it's Feel a it. big jar. Here. Hold on. Seven and a half ounces. Okay. Yeah, it weighs nothing. Right? Yeah, marshmallow fluff. There you go. Okay. All right. So, I've never had fluff yeah, so, before. So fluff is marshmallow, and like I was saying, these this, a guy invented it like pre World War One, yeah. and then I think that he sold the patent off for five hundred bucks to two dudes who wanted to build a fluff empire. <laughs> so it's weird to me that you would put this on bread because it's so sweet, but I guess you do that well, with jam and stuff like on? that. Celery? I don't know. Oh god, it's thick. Oh. This is exactly like oh, yeah. what happens. It looks if you, like you're it looks like you're icing a cake right now. Totally. It's very like uh like sticky. It smells like marshmallow. Well, yeah, because it's marshmallow. Imagine like uh when you're roasting a marshmallow and you get it on your finger. It's almost impossible to get off. Yeah. Okay, so more how do you find that? How do you find the the, the fluff to spread? It's virtually impossible to spread. Okay. Okay, so both of you, uh three, two, one fluff. Mm, no. <laughs> it tastes like glue. Mm. Okay, so... Okay, Mocha, go ahead. Okay, so, like, I don't like it. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? It's very pasty. <laughs> but pasty, when you mean pasty, what do you what do you mean? Like like actual paste or... Yeah, like it's, it instantly dries <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought it was going to be moist. Take no. another bite. Take another bite. Okay. Okay, Mocha's going in for bite number two now. Big bites, too. Congratulations. Mm. Yeah, for shame. Dry... Dry? Okay, Maury, going for bite number two on fluff. Mm. It tastes like melted plastic. Yeah. That's not very good. It's I'm not, go back to the cheese. It's not good. You got to go back to the cheese whiz to... Uh, yeah, that is good. To cleanse the palate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. You know? Nah, I think I'm good with fluff. That, that is... It's not good. That is some kind of life. When you have to clean your mouth out of fluff with cheese whiz... <laughs> Something in your life went real wrong, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I realized something over the weekend when we did a birthday party for Roxy, mm. which is sort of every generation has their own way of doing things. And have you ever, have you heard how kids sing happy birthday now? No. Where they put, they, they, they add cha-cha-cha to it? Where? So, so it goes like this. Turn this down for a second because I find this distracting if I'm going to perform. Um, so it goes like this. When kids sing happy birthday now, they go, happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, I'm telling no, you. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. They add cha-cha-cha to happy birthday. And I don't know when that happened. Who decided to change I it? I don't know. I don't know when that even became a thing. Is that what's happening in schools these days? Yes. Right? We need to talk to somebody. I know. Kathleen Wynn. <laughs> See ya. Justin Trudeau. Nice, nice hair, though. Um, yeah, no. So I don't know when that became a thing. So they add cha-cha-cha after every time they say happy birthday? They do. Like, here, watch. I'll show you. Maury, come in for a sec. And, and even after they sing the person's name? Yes. And then at the end of it, they do the are you one, are you two, are you three. Do you know that part? 
I've heard people do it. Okay. And then when I get to your age, then you yell stop and then you blow out your candles. Oh, like, no. like happy birthday is a whole giant production right now. Like it's a whole huge production. So this is what they do. So um, you do the ch- uh, you do the happy birthday part, uh, Maury, and then I'll be the cha 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 part. Just so I, I'll show you how it goes. Okay. okay. So okay, go ahead and go. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday. Why do you, you sound so weird? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? What is it? Um, <laughs> Why do you sound you so weird? Normal? I am. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. But that's how, and then it, when you get to the end, they go, are you one? Are you two? Are you three? And are you four? Case, you have to go all the way up to like 43. Yeah. And then, and then. <laughs> <No>. on, <laughs> Before he's like, stop, stop, God, please stop. Okay. And then I'll, I'll play you this one, which Roxy was obsessed with and found a one hour version of it on YouTube. Of happy birthday? No, of this birthday song. So listen to this one. It's your birthday today. It's your birthday today. There's a cat licking your birthday cake. It's your birthday today. Gross. It's your birthday today. Today. Everybody say hooray. Hooray. There's a cat licking your birthday cake. It's your birthday today. Yay. He can't read, so he does not know that the cake is not for him. No. It might be his birthday too, but the chance of that is slim. It's your birthday today. Okay, so. It's your birthday today. For an hour, this was going on in my house. Why does on my the cat birthday. not being able to read have to do with the cat licking the cake? Because the cat is licking the birthday cake because the cat doesn't know that the cake isn't for him. But wouldn't the cat know that it's for him? No, but the cat, the, the cake isn't for him. But that's my thing. So what reading? Oh, because it would be the words on top of the cake. Right. But the cat can't read. So the cat doesn't know that the cake's not for him. Anyway, cha-cha-cha. I don't know <laughs> when birthdays for kids change so much. Everything's different now. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) (laughs) Never never sing anyone happy birthday, cha cha cha. Kiss 925, Razamoka. Oh my God. I'm having a fan girl moment right now. What is your name? My name is Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? It's my birthday today. So it would be the greatest birthday gift if you guys sang happy birthday to me. Oh, okay. So, Sarah, how old are you now? I'm 26. All right. So, Sarah, you want a uh, new school happy birthday? Where you say uh, no, happy birthday to happy you, cha-cha-cha. Okay, okay, so no cha-cha-cha. Uh, no, no, no okay. Sorry, Maury. Oh. Maury was looking forward to doing the cha-cha-cha. I'll turn your microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Stop it. Happy birthday, dear. I don't remember your name, Sarah. I love you, though. Turning 26. Why does Mocha remember every bloody thing that anyone ever says? Whoever calls into this show. Happy birthday. Guys, that was awesome. and Mocha I love this part of the podcast. I sure do. Um, we do an Ask Roz and Mocha, mainly on Instagram. It really takes off on Instagram, I find. Um, where you can just ask us anything you want, and then we'll go through and we'll find somebody to join us here on the podcast to ask their question with us. Uh, and Emily Pickles, <laughs> or Emily Pickles. 
sorry, is uh, joining us right now. Hi, Emily. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha podcast. Thanks. I'm super excited. Cool. Uh, so what's your deal? How old are you? I'm 23. Nice. Um, and yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan of the show. I watch it every, or I listen to it every day for my oh, commute to work. So I'm a huge fan. And what is your question? So the question I have is for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, what would you say what has been your best age or year so far? What would you say has been your best year or age so far? Roz, we're going to start mm-hmm. with you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say to you what I tell my kid all the time when my kid asks me what my favorite age has been that she has been. Mm-hmm. And I always say the same thing, which is the age that you are right now. How, the, the, mm-hmm. Your age right now and how old you are right now is my favorite age that you've ever been. This, yeah. this year right now is my favorite year that I've had with you. And I will say that about myself too, uh, which is my favorite age and favorite year has been this year. Yeah. Nice. Oh, 100%, 100%. I would say my favorite age right now, I'm 43. I'm going to say 43. I've had other favorite ones, but, but mm-hmm. the, the one I'm in is usually, is usually tops. You know, I'm a, it just sort of works out that way. I don't want to be like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> you know, where next you know, thing I, I know. A sweet no, man. No, next thing I know, you know, I'm trying to get back to 1989 and, you know, I'm hooked up to a time machine I bought on the internet, you know, electrocuting my balls, right? You know? <laughs> Hanging on to that football you know? dream. So, yeah, so I sort of I sort of push myself forward to not, to not dwell. What about you, Mocha? Uh, I would have to say my favorite year so far is 2017 because that was a year uh, that my son, uh, our first kid, was born. So yeah. uh, def- definitely a big, big year. Most memorable year yeah. is definitely 2017. What do you mean your first kid? Because we plan on having more. Oh, okay. But there's not, no announcement to make. <laughs> oh, no, 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 oh. no. Oh, Okay, now. I know. Yeah, you would make that on the podcast. You make that on the big show. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury. So is it favorite year and age or just one? You can do the... one or the other. So, because I was going to say when I turned 19, because I'll never forget because I was allowed to drink. Uncle Rico. <laughs> I, went to, like, I went to like fly and I was dancing and yeah. just picking up. Yeah. And it was just like, it was a carefree do year. Do you wish you could go back to that? year who wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) so so not the year that you met who is now your husband matthew not the year that you proposed to matthew on stage at a mariah carey concert and not the year that you actually married matthew in new york city but when you turned 19 years old to go to a club called what Fly, he's not going to listen yeah. to this. And, right? yeah. <laughs> Dance with no shirt on the top of the speaker. <laughs> oh man, uh, Emily, thank you so much, hon. Thanks, guys. You're All the right. best in the city. Oh, uh, we love you. All right, Roz. So, just having got your license in the summertime mm-hmm. for the first time, too. Yeah, that's true. Here's a question from the F11 P11 on <laughs> Instagram is so stupid, right? Yeah. If you could have any car in the world. What would it be and why? Wow. I'll tell you, you know, I've been thinking a lot about cars lately and I've come to the conclusion that every single car is ugly and I don't want to drive any of them. What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Here's what I don't understand about cars. And maybe you can help me with this. Sure. Okay. I don't know why. Like you may like the look of a Porsche. Sure. Right. I dig. I like the look of a Porsche. It's a sexy car. Aesthetically, we've all agreed that a Porsche is a sexy car. What I don't understand is why they don't make like a Honda Civic to just look like a Porsche. Because I don't necessarily need to go 325 kilometers an hour. So why may, why deliberately make cars ugly when you can 
go out of your way to make them sexy. I don't know why it is such a divide between sexy cars and just plain, ugly, normal, basic automobiles. So you would like a Honda, Honda Civic, Civic yeah. but looks like a Porsche. Yeah, or like we could even go back and say uh, say Ford Tempo. You know what I mean? Like if I could get if if I could get a Ford Tempo that oh, yeah. looked like something hot, something cool, I might want to drive that. But as it is right now, I just drive a 2010 pickup truck. So your truck. dream car is what? Now? I don't. I did, all cars are ugly. I've come to the conclusion. Why all you just pick a look car. All cars are ugly. All okay. cars are ugly. I don't know why they're so ugly. Um, what would you drive if you could? Oh, easy. DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. Oh, good call. Because of Back to the Future. Because of Back to the Future. Great car. Damn it, Maury. If you could drive any car in the world, what would it be? I why? would love nothing more than the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are hers. <laughs> How appropriate. Uh, here we go with this one now. Malin Amastro Marco. Malin Amastro Marco. This is from Instagram. Uh, would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Oh, man. That's a terrible question. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Obviously, when. Yeah, I'd like to know when. Because if I knew how, yeah. then for the rest of my life, I would just feel like, okay, when's this damn thing but happening? Yeah. If you knew how, couldn't you prevent it? No, like what? No, because what if somebody said this to you more? You, you will die slipping on the floor in a bathroom. Then I'll never go in the, like, I guess. Any bathroom. bathroom. You would avoid any bathroom <laughs> at that point for the rest of your life. Yeah. You'd have a bucket in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be forever explaining to people why you have to pee outside when you're out for dinner. Wouldn't you want but to know when? when you're getting close to that? You're going to be looking all around you worried. Right, right. And also, we're not going to say when. Let's not ruin this and say specifically when, like, you know, October 28th, 2027. We're just going to say 2027 and mess up your whole year. Oh, man. I don't know right? about that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, when, what would you prefer, Mocha? Would you prefer to know when no, you're going to die or how yeah, you're going to die? When, when? Not, not how. Not how. Well, how would, would haunt be? me. Yeah, because, like, what if they said in a car? You know, then I never want to drive again. You never go in a car. Or I'd never get in somebody else's car no, at all. Specifically, tell you if it was a car on no. this intersection, no. so that you'll never drive through no, that intersection. No, no, just again. how is dying in a car accident? Oh my god, that's too. Or, or what if they said this more? What if they said if you were like, okay, I want to know how I die, not when I die, and they went like this, eating. <laughs> I'd be like, he didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't you want asked. that. You don't want that information. <laughs> Every week we'll do an Instagram Ask Roz and Mocha post, so make sure you're following at Kiss925. Simply ask your question, and we'll try to answer it on next week's podcast or even have you join us on this show uh, like we did with Emily. Before we go, Mocha, yes. Kitty Van Cat wanted to know, if you were in the WWE, what would your wrestling name be? The Brown Meanie. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Done. Duh. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.